Hey there, welcome to the No Sugar Added Podcast, where three friends keep it real and don't sugarcoat what's wrong with today's relationships and dating scene with your host, Dan, Jay Fabs, and Jean-Claude. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to No Sugar Added. I'm your host, Dan, joined with Jean-Claude and Jay Fabs. Yo, what's back, going on? baby, we're back. What's going on, yes, guys? It has been like two months since our last episode. Has it been two months? July. Wait, when did we? July 10th was our last episode. Oh, no, 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 that was, is that when the episode dropped? It dropped. Oh, okay, no, but last time since we recorded was in June, because it was before I went to Ecuador. So it's been some time, yeah. Some time. Nice summer break, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to the viewers or listeners. We had an unofficial summer hiatus because we have busy lives. So, yeah. Ah, life goes on. Yeah. I mean, I saw you more than I... Yeah. You were a ghost. You were gone. You I were, saw Joshy. You were Hermit. I saw him. We played ball and tennis a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies, so we held hands. All the time. Damn, bro. <laughs> it's all feature. You just ghosted me like that? Yeah. It's cold. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Double feature. It was good. Uh, yeah, I did yesterday. It was good. Oh, you saw it too? Yeah, I saw Both the of none. Them? I saw none in the creator. Oh, the none, none was good. I like. I liked it better on the first one. None, none was trash. <laughs> <laughs> the creator, though, I go talk about it for a whole two hours. And... I have so many ideas on it. It's right. a metaphor. It's an analogy for so many things. But not towards the spot. Topic of towards relationships. Topic. Because yeah. this is a relationship podcast. <laughs> yeah. And we're out here to give out some... Would you date an AI robot? <laughs> you know, that could be a potential idea for a future episode. I mean, the way AI is going and the way the creator was, you know, the way the creator set things up. That's Society might be leaning towards that. I mean, it sort of is already. seen those videos. But there's just... Well, that's a different well, That's a different topic. Maybe these dating apps are recording all your information so they can create their own artificial intelligent robot. So they want a robot of me out there. Like, there's, there's an algorithm out there that's basically recording all your transactions and what you uh, like to hear and don't like to hear. Just, uh, You're sipping that Kool-Aid. Man. You're sipping that Kool-Aid. It's all good. So. Anyways, today's topic is about toxic relationships. Oh, I know so many. I know so many. Oof. Oof. If I could call them all out by name, I would. But I'm not. This guy. But just uh, you know, just to dive into this topic first, we gotta understand <laughs> what a uh, toxic relationship is. As Claudio breaks his finger on opening up a can. So that's a friend. Toxic relationship. What is it? <clears throat> Are, do you want our opinions? I mean, yeah, sure. Let's let's, let's do that. Well, I think. So I don't want to say they're bi-directional. I want to say the majority of them are unidirectional. So one person is toxic towards the other person, and the other person knows that or has not come to realize that. That's what I think majority of toxic relationships are. Very rarely have I heard of a bi-directional toxic relationship where both people are toxic. Very rarely do I hear about them. But I think a toxic relationship is where usually one person just pushes, like, remember all the red flags we were talking about? couple episodes ago yeah pushes all these red flags on this other individual this other individual either knows about it understands it what's happening but they can't leave or they're unaware that they're in a toxic relationship and someone has to point out to them yeah so, you know. i think starting off in a relationship you don't really see those signs because it 
I think that behavior starts to to come out more and more as that yeah. person feels comfortable with them. Yeah, I definitely think like after time, it's those features and traits start manifesting, and then people they start realizing like, is this part of their normal character? Like, is this a forever type of trait they're going to be having? You know, stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely think it comes with time. It doesn't it doesn't start up well. I mean, I know some people who. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, I mean the onion, the onion. Eventually, the <laughs> layer starts to be peeled off the onion. Here. <laughs> yeah, always coming out some kind of fucking analogy. Well, well analogy, metaphor. The thing too is, like, the more you're with someone, the more you start obviously as you as you're dating them, as you're in a relationship with them, you start experiencing new things with one another, right? And now you're sharing your own personal reactions to certain things with someone else, and that's where you start unraveling certain things about some yourself or someone else and that's that's when you're really gonna well as you were saying you might not realize it until maybe until it's too late or until you're until until you're not realizing like how uh, abusive emotionally or maybe even physically it can be or verbally yeah yeah i mean you gotta think about the different types of you know toxic relationship you know like you said verbal Verbal, like emotional, physical, physical, even controlling behaviors, and some are uh, manipulation. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's there. And some are codependent toxic relationships. They both require each other to be toxic. As one example that we'll give out further in this podcast about a coworker of mine. Now that's a spicy one, but continue, please. All right, so I think we got covered of the under the somewhat understanding. Yeah, of it. toxic relationships. Uh, it's it's more or less trying to identify those as you might be in that or you might not know somebody who might be in that that side of the field unrealized yeah yeah do you think that people realize that they're in toxic relationships more often than other people tell them like like in my opinion i think more people figure out they're in toxic relationships because other people point out certain things to them i don't think people realize it themselves for the most part yeah at least the scenarios that i have seen throughout my life it's usually when friends tell like, hey, that guy, no bueno. And then you come to realize they put pieces together like, oh my God, I'm in a toxic relationship. And they didn't realize. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's more like they, they might not realize it at first, but, uh, you know, when they're about to argue with that couple, they try to do everything to avoid a conflict or maybe they walk on eggshells because they don't want to upset that person. Because they're aware of the the behavior. They're aware and they just try to avoid that side of them at all costs. I think think a lot of people too may not realize how like they suppress their own emotions when maybe in these interactions and then not realizing that, uh, um, you know, through continuous interactions in that way that it uh, eventually you might need intervention from someone like a friend or a family member who you know sees you in an unstable emotional state to really open that individual's eyes in the relationship i completely agree yeah yeah sometimes there needs to be intervention yeah especially in those i won't say one is better than the other i think that all three are in the same category but at the end of the day i feel like a physical toxic one is worse than the other ones i'm not saying that one is better than the other, but physical hurts. Physical, like, can kill you. You know, to me, those are the toxic. That's the worst type of toxic. But then there comes the, the emotional 
with the mental strain of the emotional and the verbal part that can leave emotional scars for the rest of your life that will somehow dictate or change how you as a person will be for the remainder of your time because of those scars. It's like they say, sometimes it's the emotional and the, the, the mental scars are the ones that are the hardest to heal, from. heal than a physical wound. So it's uh, definitely a hard one to, for someone to get over, you know? That's true. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, toxic relationships. Not good. Yeah, I'm ready to hear some uh, some stories from Jean-Claude. Okay, so uh, I'm not going to give tons. I'm only going to give one. But I, have, I know so many people in toxic relationships. But it is what it is. Uh, that's life. Um, so that's, that's life. That's life. They, they choose that. So be it. Once they realize that it's not for them, if they want to leave, by all means, go for it. Free yourself. Um, I have a coworker. He is... He and his... He likes crazy. Okay, that's what he told me, tells me all the time. Every day he'll come into work and we're really good friends. Uh, every day he'll come into work and he'll tell me, Claudio, I got, into, I got into the stupidest fight with my wife. I almost just walked out that door and never came back. Mind you, this is every day. Every day he's saying this. I'm like, bro, what happened? What did he do? Like, she's blaming me for not taking out the chicken to defrost and now I can't feed the family, I can't feed the baby. I'm just like, Oh, mind you, they have a, a one-year-old child, okay? They've been married for one year, but they've been together for 11 years. This girl is... I, I won't say crazy. I will say she is misunderstood because my friend is no walk in the park himself. Like I said, he... Like I mentioned before, this is a codependent, toxic relationship. So he's toxic, and she's toxic. Um, she's straight off the boat from Puerto Rico, like five... No, not five, I'm sorry. Um, 15 years ago, you know, uh, she still kind of has that immigrant mentality and whatnot. And she's, you know, like Puerto Rican crazy. We all know what that is, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The silence coming over here. Jean-Claude's uh, interpretation. <laughs> yeah, Puerto Rican crazy. We all know it. We, have, we all know some Puerto Ricans are a little crazy. Um, but, yo... <laughs> They get, into, they get into verbal fights every day. He gets kicked out of his home, I want to say, three times a month. Yeah, I am. You know, he will sleep at his mom's house maybe eight days out of the month because of the fights are that bad. They just nip at each other, nip at each other, nip at each other. They can't help it. And at the same time, they're like, bro, why don't you just leave? Like, I understand that you have a kid and... I understand that you're kind of like in a loveless marriage because they kind of don't both, they don't love each other really. They're, you know, after they had the kid, they were like, this is the worst decision we've ever made. We just. Papers. <clears throat> huh? What? No, sorry. Bloopers? <laughs> what? Uh, bloopers. Papers. Oh, papers. Oh, I was say creepers. <laughs> no, no P- Puerto Rico's already a. Uh, oh, US yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. No need for papers, bro. God. Um. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and so I told him, like, why not just leave? And obviously they have a kid, and they're sticking it together for the kid. Mind you, the kid is only one, so they have another 17 years to go. And I don't know if they'll make it, but I tell them all the time, like, bro, just get a divorce. Just make yourself happy and pay her the alimony and the child support and give you both, both yourselves, like, time to just, like, separate and just, like, work on yourselves. Because you guys... How old is the, the child? Or child is one. My uh, coworker's 28, and his wife is, uh, how old is she? 
Uh, she's either 29 or 30. I forget if she's a year or two older than him. But regardless. Um, yeah, and they just don't work. But then when I tell him that, do you know what he tells me? Like, I can't, bro. I'm like, why? Like, Because I love her. Like, you just told me you don't love her. Right. Like, yeah, I love her. And I don't love her. I'm like, I'm so confused. What is like marriage. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I, I love the crazy. I love the toxic. The toxic brings out the best in me. I'm like. Wait, that's what he said. Yeah. I'm like, the oh. toxic brings out the best in you. And in my mind, I'm just like. You come into work looking depressed every single day. How does this bring out the best in you? And to me, it's that codependent toxicity, left and right, the arguments, the manipulation, the, the constant gaslighting, they both do to each other. And at the worst part, his mom has gotten involved in their marriage countless times because she also sees the signs because she's a, 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 a psychotherapist of some sort. Uh, I forget in what field. A psychic? No, a psychotherapist. Oh, that's a you know, like psychoanalytics. Oh, okay. Like a branch of psychology. Okay. Um, and she sees it herself, you know, and she has gone into those arguments with them, like, just break up, make yourself, you know, like, give yourself your lies back because you obviously hate each other, but they can't help it. They, they need to stay together because apparently if they break up, they won't know what life is worth anymore if they're not together. And to me, it's, uh, it's an extreme of a toxic relationship where they're both codependent. They need to be toxic to each other to make each other happy, even though they they love the misery. And if they didn't have it, they wouldn't know what they were. Toxic. I will say, though, I, I would be pretty upset, too, if that chicken wasn't left out to the oh, frost. Oh, my Lord. Yo, <laughs> Gordon Popeyes, go order. Well, well, see, see, they're right there. That's the problem because then you, if you, you would have defrosted that chicken, you would have been eating that nice, healthy meal. With your wife and your kid. Uh, here we but go. Now, you can eat a nice, healthy meal. At Popeyes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure, they not? have black and chicken. Popeyes. Black yeah. and chicken. Popeyes is pure crap. We all know black that. Black and chicken. Sorry, Popeyes. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Popeyes. Yo, they're going to sponsor Popeyes. this fucking podcast, bro. Sorry, Popeyes. We're going to lose fucking sponsors over here. Well, sponsored by. I'm just <laughs> Chicken Purdue. <laughs> Maybe we'll get Tyson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's an extreme. Well, I wouldn't say that's an extreme. But that's a, that's a rare codependent tox, toxic relationship. One of the first I've ever heard of in my life. But I know another toxic relationship. A friend of mine who is no longer a friend. Um, you, know, you know, she lived down the block. I'm not going to say her name. Skylar? Yeah. Okay. Okay. She has been in a myriad of toxic relationships. And when I say myriad, I mean like seven. In the span of five years. Uh, what do you call it? She just somehow always picked wrong guys who treated her like shit, but she was okay with it because in her mind, like, as long as I can get married and have a kid, I'll be fine. The kid and the marriage will fix that toxic personality inside that person. And she would go, bro, I'm telling you, she would stay with these men for more than they should have. Like, I said seven and five years. Maybe I misspoke. Maybe it should have been more like seven and nine years. Each of them lasted more than a year. More, way, way, way more than they should have. And each one of them, none of them were ever physically abusive, but all of them were verbally and emotionally abusive. I remember I would get texts randomly, and like, because we used to work together for like five years, like side by side. I remember she texted me after work. I'm like, oh, he did this, he did this, he called me fat. Like, just like emotionally 
like draining. Like just hearing her complain about her situations, like emotionally draining. I'm like, yo, just leave. Like I can't. I love him. I'm like, why do you like? Why do you like to hurt yourself? I think also like when that continuously, when that behavior it becomes continuous, whether it's multiple boyfriends with continue, with a continuous pattern of that sort of uh, effect on one another. Mm-hmm. I think also at least from. From, uh, you know, I subscribe to sometimes these Instagram pages where they discuss and they talk to other individuals as well, you know, based off like, uh, um, tell us about this, tell about that. And I remember hearing one specifically of a female who has been in those sorts of relationships and she, a good guy who, you know, has a nice upbringing probably, you know, comes into someone else, comes into this girl's life who has been, uh, her past is just decorated with all these sorts of like toxic sort of relationships in that manner and then here comes this guy and she won't know what this guy is to her because what she knows is all that she's been through and that guy is just going to look so foreign to her and like she's just going to be like no i need someone toxic because of the that those past experiences are like home to are her. Are the only thing they know. That's home. That's all she knows. She wouldn't know anything different from a, a, this new guy coming into her life who... It's completely different. Taking a, probably a different... I would assume he's taking a different mannered approach to her, you know, maybe a more traditional, maybe a more uh, uh, upfront, honest, honest uh, approach. Proper. Exactly. And then here comes... And then yet, if you were to pair this man and then all of a sudden bring another toxic man into her life, she would go with the toxic man because that's home that's what she knows that's how she knows how to operate in she knows the ins and outs of it but she's more fearful of what she doesn't know than what she knows the toxic man Mm -hmm. which sounds like maybe this is maybe maybe this friend of yours possibly came into the scenario in that way maybe maybe i who knows i i like i remember one time my sister actually mentioned that this friend because we uh, it's a mutual friend that well no longer friend of ours anymore um she was a masochist you know like she liked hurting herself she liked going back to the guys who would emotionally and verbally put her down yeah put her down and gaslight her because she enjoyed it like subconsciously she did enjoy it yeah yeah and it's kind of crazy but then you just reminded me about something i remember one time i did ask her like why don't you just leave and then her response, and then I came to I came to realize, as like I've known a lot of people in toxic relationships, I've asked the same question multiple times, and it never really like stuck with me until I had a conversation with this one friend. It's like, oh, he's not always that bad, you know. It's just sometimes. But the worst part is that I think about it like all the other times I told my other friends like, why don't you just leave? They gave me the same. They eh. they justify it. Yeah, they it. justify yeah. it. And in my mind, it's just like. Yeah, they could be all good. I mean, like, yo, you could be dating the greatest person on earth, but if you know that they're a serial killer, it doesn't mean that the, all the good they do balances yeah. it, counterbalances uh, the bad they do, that they yeah. do. How do you justify someone's actions? Uh, someone's, uh, you know, yeah, actions because to that. a person could be ninety percent good, and then that ten percent bad in them, that ten percent could be some of the most atrocious shit on earth could be genocidal levels of atrociousness. And you're going to tell me just because they're 90% good at the time, it's okay? You're going to defend them? No. Get the fuck out of here. Stop romanticizing this idea of a person, oh, this good in him or this good in her. That's what I fight for. That's why I keep him around. That's why I can't leave because I hope that that just takes over their toxic traits. Like, no, 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 no. 
uh, that those toxic traits aren't going nowhere. They're most likely going to spread. Please stop defending the toxic traits, thinking that the good traits are going to take over. That's not how it works. Stop, ever. stop beating the dead horse. Yeah, that's that's what I think. And it's just like it's crazy how a lot of people use that excuse, like, oh, but they're you know they're not always that bad. You know, they're sweet sometimes. Yeah. You know, majority of the times, you know, they're sweet. Like, yeah, but what about the times that make you cry all the time? What about the times that make you wonder why you're even in this relationship anymore? What about the times that make you wonder why did you ever get into this relationship? Yeah, I mean, I can recall way back in uh, so many years ago in the past. Mm, let's all go with flashback. <laughs> oh, man. You know, when like, Xbox in the car was at a PlayStation. No, no, no. That was after that. <laughs> it was an Xbox, first of all. <laughs> hey, someone's got to parent those kids, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. He's coming after you. But to, oh, sh- he's oh, he, he he's going to see in the streets. He still has the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox One? <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, um, you know, I mean, some, I think... I think everyone to a point, I think, can discuss a previous relationship, uh, you know, and or, you know, discuss like some of those toxic traits or those toxic feelings that you might have received from maybe someone you were talking to or someone you were, you know, just spending your time with, you know. So I think all of us have an idea and then I guess it's, it's some of us react to those instantaneous things. But then some of us like have this belief or this idea like, oh, this is my this is my person. This is my um you know this is this this is like this person has this person's checking on my box but you know what oh back to the boxes I mean, references I, 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 there I we go we, we uh, i know we talked about on some previous podcasts and flags and things to that but sometimes i think we ignore these flags or we ignore certain things and we create boxes on our new checklist and we're just kind of like uh uh this is my person and then you start ignoring certain things on there and i think a lot of those things can probably lead to you know, if you end up with this person in a relationship, that you're going to grow some crazy toxic behaviors. Um, but yeah, I think it's, some people just plays further. You know, some people put a stop to it quick. Some of us, some people just continue on, continue on because it's, it's what they know, right? Yeah, uh, you know. Oh man, you just got really sad thinking about it right now. Yeah, because that, it's really sad. Some people are they're so blind to it, right? Some people are in it and then they don't. Or uh, to be honest with you, I feel like some. I feel like there's. There's, right? There's probably different ways of perceiving it or looking at it because I'm sure there are some who realize certain things, but then they kind of like, whether it's their past histories or whether it's just like... Or like they're so deep already into it, what's the point of leaving? They're so into it or maybe there's like a physical... Or maybe there's just a physical attraction to this individual. This person might really like be uh, like so beautiful, so... Uh, so like well dressed they smell they smell they smell good perfume or cologne whatever it is they're so into this individual and they start to ignore certain traits like oh you know whether they they don't text me right away or uh they're um i can't find them when i need them or i can't talk to them when you know when it would be normal for two individuals who are on the same wavelengths within a relationship to continuously talk to one another you know i think I think some people just at some point there's reasons why you know there's reasons why people do uh why people like continue this thing with that other person you know whether it's you know they, they think they're beautiful or they're just like oh they love the same things i like if i stop if i stop talking to this person who am i going to do these things with like they just feel like there's a loss of a hope i think sometimes when people continue to ignore these flags 
and they know that this person or this relationship or the toxicity within it is not good. For, it's not it's not good for their health, their personal health. But they're like, oh, who I think they lose hope. Right. Like, who am I going to spend this time with or this is mm, it. They don't want to be alone. Yeah. Or, or age. Right. Like, oh, like I'm already 30, whatever. You know, like who else am I going to find They're Like, I don't have a. Um, I'm out of college or I'm, I'm out of school or whatever. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, they think the person they're with is the end all be all. Yeah. This is like, this, this, what, this is it. Like, this is like in their, in their perception of what they see, it's like, this is it for me. I'm not going to find anyone else. So they continue to continue on in their, um, you know, I com hold on. Uh, I completely agree with you. You've watched big mouth, right? Yeah, of course. We'll oh, <laughs> have you watched Big Mouth? No, I've seen parts. But... Have you watched the spinoff HR or Human Resources? Yeah. Have you watched the spinoff? No, no. Have you watched season two by any chance? Yes. The one with uh, Hugh Jackman, he's lust. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You just brought up a very good point. You brought the show. It's it's comedy, but it's also a, a metaphor for most. Uh, I keep on forgetting if it's a metaphor or analogy. I'm not really. I forget which one is which. Um, it's a metaphor analogy or maybe even a simile to actual relationships in the real world in human resources it's based off the emotions so like there's a hormone monster you know who loves just having sex you know and they teach kids like hey sex is yeah. good you know whatever and then there's love bug the love bug's job is to when you fall in love it's to help you with all aspects of love and then there's other things like depression and anger and whatever shame. and shame the shame wizard that one's funny. But um, in season two, they brought on Hugh Jackman to voice Lust. Lust is, a, I th think of like this little purple angel with like, you know, like a biker jacket, spikes. Yeah. He's a bad boy. And Lovebug, Lovebug just wants to love. You know, she just wants to find a love of her own, like a true love. But she gets enveloped within the character Lust. And he is the typical toxic person toxic toxic person dan no, like you you know you remember how he treated her like shit but she could not help herself because he looked good and he smelled good and because he was lust incarnate you know like yeah. his, his pheromones of lust would just like bathe her and she was like fuck i i gotta bang this guy out right fucking now yeah. like i need to be with him because i like this feeling like you said yeah. you know the you strip away the emotions and you just leave the shallowness i'm not saying people are shallow i'm just saying the physical aspects of being shallow of like you know, the looks and the way they dress and the way they smell, you, if that becomes your main focus and you're okay with throwing off the toxic points to the side, I'm like, I'm with this person because of these things I can, I cannot give a, uh, I cannot give a shit about the toxic traits. Yeah. That does happen. You don't want to realize. Yeah. Because, yeah. because, because if you realize then you're just like, oh, logic kicks in and logic's like then you shouldn't be here yeah. and no one wants to get to that point of like oh come they don't want their common sense to kick in and tell them like what they know they need to do yeah i always think in toxic relationships like i mentioned before i think that most people realize they're in toxic relationships when someone else points it out to them very in comparative to when someone realizes they're in one but i think subconsciously everyone and no matter which scenario in the back of their mind that person realized like Mm, this person is not good for me subconsciously, yeah. but it's a trickling thought that passes by real real quick And they don't want to pay attention to it because they don't want to destroy the the fallacy of their relationship You yeah. know, so they're like, oh, that was a quick intrusive thought I'm gonna forget about that and put that in a box and throw it in the darkness of my mind. I Think that does happen. Yeah, 
I mean, like people who even you you, talk, you brought up like sex too. Like there's people too, you know, they they're willing to ignore everything for the type of pleasure that they receive from a certain individual. You know, like it's like a, it's a trade off that people make, maybe whether consciously or unconsciously they make, but they continue to stay in that toxic relationship, whether it's for a trade off of whether that that partner that they've uh, um, you know they perform sex with and how how that might be more pleasurable. They perform sex with. They have sex. <laughs> yeah. You say perform, I'm like, yo, they're about to give a show. This <laughs> fucking guy, yeah, with the lights on and a, and a tripod. But yeah, that but beyond that, account. but like you know, that's a certain thing that they there. There's a certain there's a certain um, mind frame that they're not willing to trade that for what. Like I, I kind of go back to if you're um, if you're an individual who you know has common sense, but also has an understanding of like what toxicity is within a relationship. I think that um, it's hard, but even knowing that, I think it's hard too for someone to be like, man, do I really want to give up this, this sort of sex with this person and how good it might feel compared to maybe some previous relationships where that individual probably didn't feel like they were receiving a maximum benefit from their uh, sexual performances <laughs> in bed, whatever. But I think you get what I'm saying here, right? Like there's, there's certain trade-offs and some people will, dis will decide like, you know what? This person, as toxic as they might be, I'm receiving all the benefits in bed that I've always wanted, so maybe I should just put those, uh, put that, uh, put my conscious, uh, put my conscious mind to rest and not realize or try to ignore like this is toxic for me with the way that they treat me, with the way that they talk to me, with the way they belittle me, or whatever it might be, and I'm willing to take up all the sexual. Uh, um, things that I'm receiving the gratification of sex. Yeah, so yeah. There's it's a strong thing. There's different, um, like we've been talking here. Like there's different sorts of things, right? That we can um, talk about trade-offs yeah. and like why someone would might fall into that category of a toxic relationship and how that shit all plays out. We've been talking for like 20 minutes straight. I'm curious what you had to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I've been just indulging in stories. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have any good stories. No, but what, what do you think? I think toxic relationships are awful. <laughs> so here's a question for you guys. And I only ask this because I, I know my answer, obviously, because I'm about to ask you guys the question I already know the answer to, to myself. Do you think that it's women who are in more toxic relationships that, you know, they are the ones not toxic but the men are? Or do you think it's the other way around? The men are in more toxic relationships than women. Uh, that's a tough one. I think obviously we have a biased answer response because yeah, yeah. we're all male. Well, what does that have to do with it? Because we can give our perspective, but we can't give the, the oh yeah 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 oh no I thought you were oh. oh no I thought you were saying that because we're male we're gonna side with the males. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean no. I mean well, maybe we could but I don't know. No 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 no, no. I'm curious. Well, <laughs> oh well, no please no, I, go ahead I mean. Oh you just straight point to me. No I thought you I, mean, I, thought, I thought you were answering I wasn't uh, sure. Uh, yeah are you gonna answer? Yeah, I'm going to answer. Okay, go for it. I'm curious. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's, it's tough because uh, you don't really hear many stories of women being the person who's toxic in relationships. Uh, I, you know, nowadays, you know, I'm not trying to throw anybody out there or anything like that, but uh, women sit on this uh, pedestal of just straight yelling about guys doing this, that, that. But as a guy who might be in a toxic relationship, we don't really say anything. Because one, maybe that guy doesn't want to seem like he's being unmanned in, in some kind of way. You know what I mean? Stigma or, towards men. and Or maybe he just 
Oh. He doesn't want to tell his boys because his boys are going to make fun of him. Oh, you let, you let that happen? So like, he doesn't want to look like, like a bitch. Yeah, yeah, like a bitch. Yeah, just say it, bro. Like, he doesn't want to look like a bitch. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to say. I don't yeah. think I've seen a toxic, toxic relationship that a woman was the main character. Uh, but I don't know. Who knows? I, I know a few. I have no idea. Uh, I think there are more women in toxic relationships than there are men. I think that men are more toxic than women. I wholeheartedly believe that. I, uh, yeah. I believe that women are more, like, you know, the, that saying, that women are more emotional and men are more physical. You know, I feel like we, we're as not as emotional as women, as I guess you could say, and we just, we hurt where we want to hurt. We'll, think, we will I, jab. I think it's easier. Um, and uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I also ahead. feel like men have this controlling thing in them. They just can't. Not all men, but majority of the toxic relationships that I know, it's the man. Oh God, I'm sorry. The man who has this like controlling. He needs to control. He needs to control, and the only way to control is to be toxic, to gaslight, to make fun of, to belittle, and a couple other things. But at least from what I've seen, it's, that's usually the, the main characteristic, a controlling characteristic that they exude with all these other mini toxic traits. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I can't pick one or the other. I just think it's, I think it's both ways, and I think everyone knows the story of someone. Yeah, but which one is more? Which one's more? That, I, that's I what I'm asking. I can't. I, think, I, can't. I, think I can't. In reality, it's, it's more men. Because who women, are toxic? Yeah, because women report it. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Statistically, right? I yeah, mean, you, you you could you could you could point that out. I mean, wow, I didn't think about that. But men do, and like you were saying before, there's more of a stigma towards men to report things because you know they'll call them a bitch. They don't want to look a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I just forget the vernacular. Just go for it. They don't want to yeah. be a bitch. Simple so. as that. Um, no, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Men are less likely to report anything because we don't want to look like a bitch. So we won't say shit. Nah, nah, my girl didn't beat me with a chancleta yesterday. <laughs> that, no, that's from the gym, bro. I just fell down on the weight. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, like I said, I, I think it's, um, I think every, everyone knows someone, right? Whether it's a family member or maybe even a friend or, you know, or you hear <gasps> stories. Family members, I know so many. Yeah, like, you know it goes through... The toxic, uh, you know, the emotional and the toxicity and all that stuff. It's everyone knows of someone, you know, wh where it's happened, and it's it's tough to really, at least for me personally, it's tough for me to say which one receives it more on one end than the other. Uh, none of them are good, so it's it's uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's more common, I think, now than ever. You sound like a trained presidential candidate. Like, okay, <laughs> just avoid, deflect, and avoid the answer. Just mm -hmm, fifty-fifty. <laughs> but yeah toxic uh for those who are in toxic relationships and you know you're in toxic relationships and you're staying because of x y and z yeah leave trust me you'll feel way better well this is where we can kind of talk about the last segment of this podcast and, and that's kind of being that support person like in what sense like example you have a friend that's in a toxic relationship, you being the outside person. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, so giving them the, your ear so they can listen, they can vent, they can kind of feel heard 
and feel you know that emotional experience with somebody else yeah so they can justify what's happening to them yeah like i'm not crazy right this is bad like yeah of course it's bad no i get uh, yeah i'm bro i'm a i'm a therapist for everyone the voice i hear of all the problems all the time yeah, i mean there's there's different ways that you could be that support person right so listening kind of being there as a, as a shoulder you know with them care cry whatever the fuck they want to do lend an ear yeah uh you can try to convince them to get professional help uh but also staying in with that respectful area oh yeah, so yeah. don't call them batch of crazy <laughs> yeah, like Yo, just be real. Just say the words. No, it's true. Yeah, you want to find that nice balance of like, hey, um, you should get some help. I'm only saying this as your friend because I love you. Because that person is not good for you. Yeah, no, I totally understand. I, I agree with that as well. Yeah, I mean, there's all different kinds of professional help, you know, besides only police, but, you know, I got. Damn, police? Besides police, depending on the type of toxic relationship, is it abuse? <laughs> if it's an abuse, yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm about but, to say, like, damn, bro, don't get police you know, involved because you're being gaslit. That's a little extra. Maybe uh, maybe their relationship's so bad, they might need a shelter depending on their situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Maybe uh, some hotlines are out there that can help. I think so, yeah. yeah Different I, counties, yeah. I feel like a, a dick for not having the hotlines. <laughs> 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 Shit. Yo, people, Google hotlines for help in toxic relationships yeah or reach out i mean yeah you can reach out domestic to us, abuse yeah. hotlines if you're getting domestically abused google that shit incognito mode you can't let them find out just saying well it's true yo some people just grab other people's phones and look through them like crazy if they see you know domestic abuse hotline they're like what are you doing incognito mode incognito Exactly. Pulls up his form. Wait, wait, hold on. What, what does Apple have for incognito? It's it, Safari, yeah. They have, yeah. They have oh, a, I'm not a. I, I'm not an iPhone user. I don't I know. It, I think it's called the same across the board. Yeah, it's incognito. Is it incognito? Yeah. Okay, no, I just thought Apple tried to be special and do their own thing. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's plenty of different ways of helping a person while staying respectful to their decision. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hear them out give advice, help bounce back ideas. That's what it is, I think. A lot of the times when they come at you, not not come at you, but like come at you in a good way, like, hey, can you hear me out? Can you listen to what's going on in my life? Can you give me some advice? Can you tell me if I'm a little, if I'm going crazy? You know, they want, they want to be heard and they want to know that what's happening in their life, that they, they can justify and say like, this is inappropriate, right? This is not good behavior. And they just want that validation, like, yeah, that's not good. And on that alone helps them tremendously. But unfortunately, it doesn't really always change things. You know, just because they're validated, like, ah, okay, yeah, I was being gaslit that whole entire week. But I'm still not going to leave them. And it happens. Yeah. It happens. I'm not calling anyone weak-willed or anything. It's just, it's situationally, no, it's true. It's situationally based. Like yeah. you mentioned before, it could be an age thing. It could be a thing that... They're too afraid to go on. They, they're too afraid probably that they can't find anyone else. That the person they're with right now is the end-all be-all. Maybe they might have kids with that person. And, that, that, my they, coworker. They've already seen the never thought of a, an alternative uh, situation where they're not with this person. So it's like, what the heck do well, I do? Yeah, you got to think about like, depending <clears throat> on the type of abuse they get. Like if it's a verbal abuse where he's kind of always making her feel ugly and 
unappreciated in certain ways that she doesn't feel like she might be good enough to get other people. Oh yeah, putting them down. Yeah. So they're they purposely have low self esteem so they can never leave. He uh, could, I, I said she, but it could be either. either he, yeah, he he or she yeah. could be telling the individual like you won't you won't find anyone better than me. You won't. Uh, this is it. You know, and that could eventually bleed into someone's mind if you continuously, 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 you, yeah. they will actually start believing it as real yeah. and truth. I completely agree so, with that. Yeah. But yeah, moral of the story is uh, if you're in a toxic relationship and you know it. Seek professional advice because we're just three guys that are listening to your opinion, uh, listening and bringing up the topic. Yeah, we're just giving our opinions. Yeah. But if it's my opinion, yo, leave. <laughs> leave right now. Save yourself months, even potentially years of grief, of possible psychiatric help just because you didn't want to leave. You know, and if someone calls you out family or something like, oh, you're in a toxic relationship, you should leave. Think about it. Heed their words. Ask them why they think it's a toxic relationship. Ask for examples. And then don't be afraid to really look into those examples because I find out, I find that when a lot of people who don't believe they're in a toxic relationship hear about the problems that the people are seeing externally, they're like, no, that's not true. He doesn't do that. But it's because they choose not to look in. They choose not to think. They choose not to look at those situations like, oh, was I being gaslit? Hmm, maybe it was being gaslit. And then they start going through the conversation like, fuck, I was being gaslit. Shit. My mom was right. Yeah. Yeah, because they just don't want to look. They, they don't want to break the facade of this relationship. And so they choose to... Continue on. Continue on, yeah. I think there's like one more thing that can be evolved as being the beacon as important person mm. is, you know, yourself. You, as you're listening to them, can also be a mental toll on you hearing these stories that this person might be going through. So yeah. it's very important that you try to find your mental state as well while taking all this in. Yeah, like I mentioned before, when I listened to our mutual friends' stories for like those five, seven years, it was mentally draining hearing those stories like every other day. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're not my sister or anything, but God damn, girl. It's too much. It's too much sometimes. And it does get mentally draining because then you have your own life to deal with and your own social life and your own job and stuff like that and maybe other troubles you have to deal with. And then on top of that, you're taking on someone else's troubles. It does get mentally exhausting. Yeah, you need a reset or you need to do the things that you uh, find uh, kind of recenter yourself yeah. from uh, hearing all these uh, sorts of things when you're trying to help someone. Fact, so if you're that person, you also go seek professional help. <laughs> yeah, professional help for everyone. It's good for you. Therapy all around. Yeah, therapy, sure. counseling. It's yeah. good for you. And government should, uh, you know, make it free. True. <laughs> Not in our lifetime. Yeah, nah. Okay, so, man. As we end this episode, we will we learn one thing. Uh, guys are pussies and they're, they don't want to be a bitch and being toxic is bad. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if anyone doesn't have anything else to add, I think we're good to uh, no. call it an episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry, guys. We're not going to take a two to three month hiatus. That was just because it was summer. We're going to be back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're yeah. going to be back. Not because not someone canceled on us, but... Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah, canceled on us. So, yeah. I had help a friend out, bro. 
Yeah, we uh, were those friends yeah. once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a conversation after this podcast. All right. I throw that bomb in there, you know? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, episode. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our social medias at No Sugar Added Podcast and our website at no com and all media platforms at No Sugar Added Podcast. Yeah, nice. Like it. Okay, guys. Well, see you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to support, please follow us on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review. Visit us at no sugar added podcast.com for all the details.